gather in my name. How many of y'all are here because of Jesus today? Rest of you go home. And if you're here and you've never known about Jesus before, you stay. Because we want you to know about Jesus today. The first song that we're going to offer up is Joy to the World. This talks about Jesus coming as King. And He hasn't come as King yet unless we're here to claim Him and say, Be my King. Everybody say it with me. Be my King. Let's all stand up and let's sing Joy to the World. Phil, 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 have Gary turn you on. Is he hearing me through this, Gary? Or is he hearing me through, through my thing up here? Can you hear me now? We're ready to go. Let's sing it. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Verse 2. Joy to the earth, my Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat that sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding. Verse 4. He rules the world with truth and come on Jesus and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love remain standing clap your hands all you people Let's sing a song that's entitled, Shout to the Lord. Let's offer this beautiful song up. You can sit down. <laughs> my Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. My comfort, my shelter, tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. Shout to the Lord, all the earth let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to the King mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name i sing for joy at the work of your hands forever i'll love you forever i'll stand nothing compares to the promise i have in you we're going to sing it again here's the deal do you believe god keeps his promises Facebook family sermon and audio friends, do you believe that God keeps his promises? This is a powerful song. The Bible says, the word says that when Psalms 22 says, when we bring praise to the throne of God, that draws his 
spirit into that place. You say, well, I can't go certain places because I can't stand it. There's no spirit there. You're supposed to take the spirit everywhere. So let's do it today. Let's sing it from the very beginning. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. My comfort, my shelter, tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to our King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the work of your hands. Forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in. Nothing compares to the promise I have in. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Y'all may be seated. Please get over here and take us to the throne of God in prayer. Jump on it, buddy. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity that you've given us as your people together. Amen. Father, we thank you for the promises that we have in you, knowing that you said you would never leave us or forsake us, Father God. Amen. And so, Father, we stand, we worship you, we lift our hands to you, Father, that you are a mighty God, that you are the God, you are the saving God, and Father, we thank you for this day of worship and praise. Father, we thank you for your word that will come into our hearts. Father, that will lift us up and take us another step in the direction of heaven. We just thank you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Get ready. We're going to offer up the song, Majesty. Worship His Majesty. How many of y'all have sung this song before? That's a good number. About everybody knows it. If you don't know it, then hang on. We're not going to be in these songs all the time this morning. We'll get to songs that you're well acquainted to here in a few seconds. Majesty, we worship your majesty. For unto Jesus be all glory, honor, and praise. Your majesty, your kingdom authority, they flow from your throne unto your own, to your anthem's raise. So exalt, lift up on high the name of Jesus. Magnify, come glorify Christ Jesus, our King. Your majesty, we worship your majesty. 
was who died, but you're now glorified. You're my king of all kings. I want you to know something. We do not practice allowing Jesus to be king. Oh, we come in and we say, Lord, I want the word to work in me. Lord, I want the spirit to fall on me. I want you to know if Jesus is king, we will seek after his word. And if Jesus is king, we want that holy presence that comes from his throne upon us. Let's start where it says, so exalt, lift up on high. Let's offer it up from there. So exalt, lift up on high the name of Jesus. Magnify, come glorify Christ Jesus our King. Your majesty, we worship your majesty. Your Jesus who died, but you're now glorified. You're my King of all kings. Amen. Y'all may be seated. James, get up here and bring some announcements to us this morning. I appreciate you being willing to do that. It takes a little bit of the pressure off of me. Amen. Amen. All right, so we've got communion twice this month. Uh, this Wednesday, the December 14th at 7 and then on uh, Christmas Day at 6.30 p.m., we have two ladies' meetings, uh, one on the 14th at 11 a.m. in the library, and then on the 17th at 10 a.m. in the educational building. Liberty Academy is having a Christmas food drive, and uh, our children's Christmas program will be next Sunday evening, the 18th at 6.30. Make sure you read your bulletin. Amen. Thank you, brother, for coming and taking us to the throne of God with those announcements. You say, well, I didn't get all of that. Get a bulletin. Do a little bit of reading. You've got, you've got time to be able to do it. That's a very little bit of reading. And I want you to know we had a marvelous fellowship time this last Friday evening. And uh, you missed some good time if you didn't come to that. I was only able to be there for a little while. And so uh, you all, I uh, appreciate you all being aware of that. We're going to offer up the song, Emmanuel. His name is Emmanuel because he's revealed in us. If God is going to be with us, I'm going to guarantee you something. The song talks about it. God with us. If he's going to be with us, he's going to be revealed in us. So let's offer this up. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Your name is called. Your name. Emmanuel, you're God with us. You're God with us. You're revealed in us. How are you revealed? I don't know. Your name is called Emmanuel. We're going to sing it one more. I want you to think about this. Is God going to be revealed in you? Yeah, he is. How does he do that? You are his workmanship, Ephesians, the second chapter. You are his masterpiece. I don't feel like a masterpiece. I don't think a piece of stone, whenever there's a real artist that is working on it, ever feels like a masterpiece until the artist is finished. 
And he is not finished with you yet. Let's offer it up one more time. Let's sing Emmanuel. Now then, instead of his name, I don't want you to make it like he's off out there somewhere. He's right here with us. Your name is called Emmanuel. 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 Your name is called Emmanuel. Your God with us. Thank you, God. You're revealed in us. Your name is called Emmanuel. Revealed in me. I know that y'all don't see that very often. I don't see it very often, but I'm going to guarantee you he will be. He will be. Everybody say revealed in me. Revealed in me. Say it again. Revealed in me. That's him. Let's offer up fill my cup, Lord. I know y'all know this song well. Like the woman at the well I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. I've heard, whoa. And then I heard my Savior speaking, draw from my well that never shall run dry. Fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, Fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole. Second verse. There are millions in this world who are craving the things that earthly afford. But none can match the wondrous treasure that I find in Jesus Christ my Lord. Fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul, bread of heaven. Feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole. We have one more song. Everybody needs to stand for prayer because we're going to receive the offering as we're doing this today. They'll start at the front and they'll go towards the back. As they get into place, I'll begin to pray. Father, we come to you today and ask your blessings to fall upon this place. Not because it's Liberty Baptist Church. It doesn't matter whether it's a Baptist Church, Methodist Church, Catholic Church, Assembly of God Church, anything that there is. But there are people gathered here because Jesus is Lord. And He said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So Father, please come. Walk and be with us today. Bring the Lordship of Jesus into this place. Bring us under His authority. Thank You, Father, 
for allowing us to bring tithes and offerings in because you have a great promise that goes with that. You want to open the windows of heaven. Lord, we're claiming that promise and about seven or 8,000 more because you're a God who gives promises and keeps them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Y'all may be seated and we're going to offer up Rise and Be Healed. Has fear and doubt come against your mind? Has your faith been sorely tried? Lift up your head, here cometh your help. It is Jesus for you, he has died. He's coming, people. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in your soul. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. He will make Danny do every quit Danny Stone Danny Stone Danny Stone thank you very much let's sing the second verse if by faith you will reach out to him your every need he will respond to the cry of your heart he will touch you and set you free. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in your soul. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus he will make you every whit whole y'all may be seated you can be seated also if you'll wonder, you wonder why brother king is up here today our our song leader a uh, day or so ago called me up and said I got this stuff that <laughs> going around and I'm not going to be able to be there so I tried this one and I tried that one and it didn't work and so I'm getting to do that and he's having to do the preaching today so y'all need to be in prayer for him because how many of you here today are desperate for the word of God see those hands yeah Jesus has to do this brother you're here so he can do it amen and I guarantee you he's been there a lot of times so that Jesus can do it. We're gonna, I'm going to offer up a song that's entitled, Mary, Did You Know? And I want you to think about this. What did Mary really know? She was probably a teenager or just beyond. Maybe in her 20s somewhere, but most likely not. What did she really know? The angel came. You're going to have a child. The, the Most High will overshadow you. And you will have a son. And she said, how can this be? Well, all of us sitting here today in one way or another are looking either at yourself or at your family or at a friend. 
and you're, or you're looking at a situation in your community or in the church or in your life or in America, and you're wondering, what are we going to do? Well, we don't have to know. We just need to be aware of who. Who. Jesus is the who. And if we speak Jesus, if we look for Jesus, if we're willing to be under His authority, then I'll guarantee you that everything else will fall in place. That doesn't mean that you won't have to walk the very difficult pathway. If you all don't know, I've been walking a difficult pathway. But I'm filled with great joy. Because I know who I belong to. So let's see about this song right here and see where it fits in your life. What do you know and what don't you know? And how are you going to make it? Well, we're going to do it the same way Mary did. Let's offer up that beautiful song. What did she know? Did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and our daughters? Did you know that your baby boy would come to make you new? This child that you've delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod and when you kiss your little baby you've kissed the face of God Mary did you know Mary what did you know The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule all nations? Did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? And the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am.
what do you know? I'll guarantee you this, she didn't know as much as we do. And what she was carrying inside of her, if you're willing to believe it, you're carrying inside of you. And that wants to accomplish great things in all of us. Brother John King, if you'll come and take us to the throne of God. Thank you, Pastor. I like to hear the pastor sing, don't you? Yay! Yay. If you would, please. You turn to Jeremiah, the first chapter. Jeremiah, the first chapter. Verse 4 and 5. Jeremiah, the first chapter. Verse 4 and 5. And then we'll go from 4 and 5, we'll go to 17 and 19. Jeremiah, first chapter, 4 and 5. And 17 and 19. The words of Jeremiah. Let's see, let's go to four. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And now if you'll look at uh, 8 through 17. Let me see. Yeah, 17 and 19. 17 and 19. Get yourself ready. Stand up. And say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them. Or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Now if you will turn, please, to John. John 15. John 15, 8, 8 verse. This is, will be given to you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. Thank you, God. Showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Thank you, God. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in His love, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. We need 
need your help, Lord. Greater love hath no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. Thank you, God. If you do what I command. I will no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. Thank you, God. You did not choose me, but I chose you you, and appointed you to go and bear fruit, (laughs) fruit that will last. Then your Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love one another. Amen. Amen. Let's see. I don't want to knock everything down down here. Be careful. (laughs) Get into water there. Have you ever noticed that there is a very fine line between pain and laughter? Sometimes we can laugh uh, at a joke because we can breathe a sigh of relief that it happened to somebody else and not to me. Have you heard about the young man who knocked upon the door of an expensive house? He was seeking odd jobs to earn money for college. The owner suggested he would paint the porch using the green paint in the garage. So he went out in the garage and got the green paint. A few hours later, he's supposed to paint the, the porch. The young man came back, covered head to toe in green paint, and he returned to get his pay. He, he got $50. As he turned to turn around, he said, Hey, I want you to know, sir... That's not a porch you've got out there. That's a Ferrari. (laughs) That's Phil Thompson. (laughs) In Sweden, there is a saying that in every young man there is a king. And in every young woman there is a queen. If you speak to them as your majesty, their majesty will come forth. This morning we want to deal with the majesty and the misery of being a human being. Many of us are more familiar with the misery, unfortunately, than with the majesty. We seem to be particularly conscious of life's misery when we're young. There is a story about a young German boy who was slow in school, this quality bothered him. He was also distressed because of his appearance. And that's not unusual for a teenager to be distressed about their appearance. Most young people uh, worry about such things like that. Of course, we, we older people, we don't worry about that. <laughs> so, sometimes an offhand remark by another can be a crushing blow to a particular young boy or girl, and especially for him, because he had unruling hair. I I don't rule mine anymore. (laughs) One day a peasant girl who was employed by his parents' home chided him about his hair. And she said, Hair shows a person's character. She said that sarcastically. Yours is the worst I've ever seen. The young fellow was nearly devastated, and one day, though, while visiting his grandmother, he saw a picture of a great artist 
The picture of the artist, he had drawn a picture of the Apostle John. In the painting, St. John had unruly hair. The boy thought to himself, well, he was a saint, yet he had unruly hair. Well, I, I can't be all that bad. Surely God can use me too. Amen. And by the time that boy was 30, he was a concert pianist. An eminent scholar and his college, president of the college. Later, he would leave it all behind and become the 20th century's most famous missionary to French Equatorial Africa. Wow. You know what his name was? Albert Schweitzer. Wow. Little boy just couldn't stand. He was so upset about the situation he was in as a teenager. Hmm. Many of us have a little child that, that's from our youth. That little child, all of us, it follows us around and says to us, you have unruly hair. In my case, you lost yours, didn't you, buddy? <laughs> oh, you're just too fat. Oh, oh you're, 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 too, you're too short. Oh, you're too tall. Uh, you're so dumb. You're a nobody. You will never amount to anything. You've never amounted to anything. And the misery of being human, the awful agony of rejection. Is there any hurt more devastating than being rejected? Some of us find ourselves crippled for a lifetime by the inability to accept ourselves as we truly are. We go to the extremes to avoid having persons dislike us. We don't want anyone to dislike us. Any small word of criticism is taken as a personal affront. We isolate and insulate ourselves emotionally from others. We dare not let anyone penetrate the facade that we have constructed around ourselves and someone might destroy the, the fact that, hey, I, I, they found out I was human, didn't they? Yeah. Tom Hopkins in his book, how to Master the Art of Selling. He uses the analogy of a torpedo on a submarine. Now use your imagination for just one moment. We are on a nuclear submarine. We're aboard the submarine and we are torpedoes. The torpedoes are very sophisticated weapons. Inside each one of those torpedoes are, uh, are, are sensors and computers that allow the torpedoes to find their target. They do that by using feedback information. The torpedoes find their target and zero in on it. If the target seeks to evade the torpedo, the electronic devices inform the torpedo to alter the course. To feed, the feedback goes something like this. You're off course. You're off course. Adjust your direction by seven degrees west. And within a multiseconds, the torpedo realizes itself and zoom, aims at the target and kisses it goodbye. Kapoom! The torpedo uses the negative messages from the electronic devices telling it that it is wrong and it had to adjust itself. Now once upon a time, it was a torpedo that had been programmed 
with the idea that it is a terrible thing to do something wrong. Any self-respecting torpedo would never be off course. The thinking of this torpedo went like this. To be corrected means I'm no good as a torpedo. That I can't do anything right. This means I'm complete failure. It means the other torpedoes will laugh at me. This rejection-sensitive torpedo took the messages from the electronic devices and rejection as a rejection of itself. Then came the day it was sent out into the world. A target was sighted and thus the torpedo was thrust out into the water. And immediately the electronic devices sent the message, You're off course, you're off course, you need to adjust 13 degrees northwest. Off course again. Again, the sensitive torpedo asks itself, I never do anything right. I'm a complete failure. I just can't stand this tension. Why do they always pick on me? I'm, I'm just going to go home. And inside the submarine sailor looked and he rubbed his eyes and said, Captain, we have a strange thing happening. I believe that torpedo's turning around. Uh, kaboom! That is what we allow life to do to us sometimes. Worse than that, that is what we do to ourselves. And we are miserable. Some of us are even self-destructive and we sabotage ourselves. In this way we are hindered from becoming what God intended for us to become. The, the misery of being a human being, listen... Listen, there is hope. It is contained in the words that God spoke to Jeremiah when he first called him as a prophet. What did he say? Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Behold, I formed you in the womb. I knew you before you became, before you were born. I consecrated you. I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. Now that is an awesome statement, awesome in its philosophical, theological, ethical, and moral implications, but also awesome in its implications for your and mine daily lives. Have, here the misery is transformed to majesty. Here when we become miserable, we can say, but hear what God says to us. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Amen. That is the good news today. We matter. You matter. We are worth something. You are worth something. Let no one say that you are a nobody. This beautiful garden world was created on our behalf. The infinite stars would not shine down from the skies if we were not here to behold them. If even more staggering import is a cross, a cross that stands on a hill and it's named Calvary. For it was there that the Son of the living God gave His life for you and for me. One of the most important names in the world stage is that of Alexander Solzhenitsyn. One time, Solzhenitsyn was a prisoner in a Soviet labor camp. 
And like other prisoners, Solzhenitsyn worked in the fields. His days were a pattern of back-breaking labor and slow starvation. And one day the hopelessness became too much for Solzhenitsyn to bear. He felt no purpose in fighting on. His life would make no ultimate difference. Laying his, shoulder, his, his, his uh, uh, shovel down, he walked slowly from his crude work. And from the work site, he walked away. He sat down by, by, on a bench. And he knew at any moment a guard would come up on him. And when he failed to respond to that guard, the guard would beat him to death, probably with his own shovel. Wow. Solzhenitsyn had seen that happen many, many times, where the guard killed the prisoners. And as he sat waiting for the guard to come to him, he had his head down, and he felt a presence. Slowly, he lifted his eyes, and next to him sat an old man. He's a wrinkled, utterly expressionless face. He's hunched over. The man drew a stick, and he drove he's in the sand, and at Solzhenitsyn's feet, he, he's deliberately tracing out the sign of the cross. As Solzhenitsyn stared at that rough outline, his entire perpetual his perspective shifted. He knew that he was... Merely one man against all the powerfulness of Soviet empire. And yet, at that moment, he also knew that the hope of all mankind was represented by a simple cross. Amen. And through its power, power. anything is possible. possible. Solzhenitsyn slowly got up, picked up his shovel, went back to work not knowing that his writing on the truth and freedom would one day inflame and influence the entire world. And such is the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. Such is the power of one person can have when he or she realizes that his or her life does matter. Before I formed you, I knew you. There is no greater blasphemy for you or for me to say that we're nobody. That's blasphemy. Our choice is between misery or majesty. Amen. Our, uh, if we are alone in this world, if we are alone, then I'll tell you it's misery. But if there is a loving God who knew us even before we were formed in our mother's womb, then that, brothers and sisters, is majesty. majesty. Let us, you and I, choose majesty. Our lives, your life, really matters. We ought to stand. I, just think about this. I want you to say it with me. I am somebody. Let's hear you say it. Come on, I am somebody. Come on, I am somebody. Come on, I am somebody. Not because of anything I have done, but because the eternal God created us in His own image, and because Jesus Christ, His Son, died on the cross so that you and I could live. Amen. Father. Amen. <laughs>
know what happened to Solzhenitsyn? He got up. We didn't get up to go to the easy road and say, well, it's getting easier. Everything's more wonderful now. He went over and got that shovel. He got his calloused hands on that shovel. He stuck that shovel back into the dirt again because he knew what the cross represented. Yeah. Do we know what the cross represents? It re represents everything God wants to give to those that trust in Him. Amen. Because that day in that field where He was giving up, someone came along and just brought the image of the cross in the dirt below Him. And suddenly, He was standing on holy ground. That's right. And every day, wherever we are, we might say, I'm not there right now. Wherever it is, because of Jesus. Amen. We're meant to stand on holy ground. What are you going to choose today? Because I'm going to guarantee you, everybody is miserable. But we can choose majesty. Amen. And we're going to sing, uh, we are standing on holy ground. Now, if you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus, you need him because you'll never get off of misery. And if you're here today and you have never accepted him, accept him where you are. Come down this aisle if you need to. Speak with Dr. John King. Speak with me. There's going to be some women down here and some of y'all are going to say, I can't come talk to a man. I need a woman. Women, come down here and pray. And they'll be glad to pray with you. Men will be down on the other side and praying. And they'll be glad to pray with you. If you're here and you're a believer like Solzhenitsyn was, and he was wanting to give up, he was wanting to say there's nothing left I don't see any hope. You've heard the word before you formed you in the womb. He knew you. And He prepared for you. And He called you. So you are a person that's known and prepared and called. Will you respond to the call today? Believers, we need to respond. If you're not a believer, you need to respond. I'll guarantee you, you will not have any happiness until you come under the authority of Jesus. You can be looking for the things that God can do. I believe in great things. Great. Get under the authority and let God do it. We have an opportunity to trust in Him now. Let's all stand and we're going to sing this song through twice. Whatever your need are, we have oil down here for anointing later. Women, y'all come on down and pray because some woman may want to come pray with you. Men, go over there to the side and pray. So some men may want to come and pray with you. We are standing on holy ground. And I know that there are angels all coming in victory right here. Coming in pain, but in victory. Let us praise Jesus now. We are standing in His presence on holy ground. I want you to know that that day Solzhenitsyn did that thing. He had nothing left. He didn't believe there was anything more. He couldn't believe that he might write something that would catch somebody's heart on fire. Today we can choose to say, my heart, let my heart catch on fire today, Lord. I've been too long dead 
in trespasses and sin. I'm a believer, but I've allowed sin to make me dead. Choose to live today. Let's sing it again. We are standing on holy ground, and I know that there are angels all around. Let us Now, some of you needed to come and make a decision. You didn't need to come to me. You needed to come to Jesus. And you're still standing there and saying, don't know if I, I want to, but I, I don't know why. I, I'm just waiting for something else. I'm waiting for the Holy Spirit to fall. Keep on waiting, but get under the Lordship of Jesus. Get there and let Him do what He wants to do. Let's close in prayer. If you need anointing, we can do that. Get ready for... We have services this evening at 6.30. Father, I want to thank you for every man, woman, boy, and girl. We've got some new people here today, Lord. I was excited about that. Father, I want to thank you for every man, woman, boy, and girl that you're calling to the throne right now. All over the world, the church everywhere should be expectant, trusting, believing, wanting the things that only the Word can do in us. Your Word wants to transform us. It wants to renew our minds. Father, we're standing on holy ground. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.